Hi, it's Matt. Welcome to Money Lab. I want to talk about something that I feel somewhat passionate about, I guess. And that's learning. Because it's funny to feel, or, or maybe it's hubris, or maybe it's being humble, or whatever it is, this idea that I, so right now, so let's, let's talk about, <laughs> I don't know where to start, but let's talk about context. I have been doing some university for a very long time. That's my, that's my company. And I've read a ton of business books and I've, and I've listened to a lot of people and I've had a lot of conversations and over the years, I kind of feel like I'm, I, I've learned that I am very easily persuade. I won't say manipulate it. I'll say persuade. Persuade it. Someone says something to me, and I will go, yeah, I like that. And then I'll just kind of run with it. Because one, one thing that I know that I do very well is that when I learn something or when I find out something new... I very quickly take action on it because I get very excited about something new and then I do the thing that I need to do. And unfortunately, that sends me in a lot of different directions. And the thing that I have failed to do in life is to reflect. I, am ve- I would say that if I'm anything, I'm very present. And that is to a fault because in the moment... I am, I am here, I am listening, and I am open to, you know, learning. And so I learn. And then the next thing I do is I take action on it. But what I failed to do, and, and, I, and I, the reason I feel like I'm so present is it's a, it's a defense mechanism. I am battling anxiety, which to me is the fear of the future. At least that's how, it, that's how I interpret it. So because I fear the future, don't think about the future, just focus on the present. But what I fail to do is reflect on the past. And I think there are a lot of lessons to be learned in the past. And one of those lessons, one thing that came up recently is a couple months ago, I started, I took back over the job of writing articles and doing SEO on my website. A job that I had outsourced in 20, started to outsource in 2015. I felt like I had leveled up in that moment and, and left it behind. And I told myself the story that I hated doing that. I hated, um, I hated writing articles and I hated talking about pools. And I hate it. I hate it. It's, it's like pulling teeth. And I have told myself that story. I've also told myself the story that I'm a bad writer. I still continue to say that sometimes. I remember we were, I was discussing this with Andrew, my old business partner. We did Listen Money Matters together. And I remember him saying something to me and I heard it and I was like, you're right. 
and he said something I don't want I almost don't remember what we were even talking about, but I'm gonna apply it to writing articles because I think that's kind of what we were talking about. And he said to me, You're nothing special. And I don't he didn't mean it in a negative way. He made it he made it he meant it in a you know Anybody can do this job. You know, you are not special. Someone else can do this. So move on to the next thing. You have many skills. Move on to the next thing. And I I took that as, yeah, you're right. Anybody can do the thing that I do. A lot, or not anybody, but a lot of other people can do what I can do and perhaps better. So I I ran with that. I went, okay, I'm right. Let's, let me find somebody better than me to, to do this job that I tell myself that I don't like. A, a job, by the way, I've spent all, almost my entire half of my life studying. Intently studying? No. But understanding it? Yes. Learning? 100%. And I was quick to learn as much as I could because when I started my business, and this is where the past comes into play, and even thinking about this comment, when I think about how I got to where I am today, it was built off of writing articles, things that I did, articles that I wrote, SEO tactics that I learned, SEO tactics I learned tried and failed at SEO tactics and writing that I've learned and failed at multiple times, but I kept doing it for almost 20 years. That is what got me here today. And when I, you know, what does that even mean? I just have a cushy job and I make my own money and I'm my own boss. I, you know, call me an entrepreneur. Fine. I like to consider myself a very small business owner running a very small digital media company out of my house with my family, a family owned business. And so I got there by doing that work. And then I went, okay, I'm just going to give it to somebody else. Then I'm going to level up and go do something else. But, but honestly, that's what I was good at. And I continue to be good at it. So, the, so thinking back to Andrew's comment, you're nothing special. You know, it sounds good. It sounds like you're not, anybody can do this. You can go on and do better things. Yeah, maybe. But I got really good at that. And I I said, okay, well, let me go get good at something else then. (sighs) Yeah, I got good at other things. But that particular task and that particular skill set continues to be the thing that that earns me revenue. And yet I keep abandoning it. And, 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 And yet every time I abandon it, I still learn about it. I'm still interested in the subject. I'm still very good at it. And so when I think back, I've had to 
feels like take in when I went back to doing blogs or writing articles and doing SEO stuff, it felt to me like taking a step backwards. Not, and I don't think that I didn't feel it like I didn't feel it was a bad thing, but you know, it felt, Oh, I'm going back to my roots, what I've always done. And I think had I not listened to that advice and just got so freaking good at SEO and writing, had I just spent 20 years just getting so good at that, I would be maybe 10 to 25 to 50 times further in revenue earned per year than I am today. And I would have outpaced every competitor known that ever came up. And I look back at my journal entries and I look back and I've done an article on Money Lab, I think it was two years ago, where I talked about, it was a fictitious article, it was a story, I was trying something new, but the idea was I, I traveled back in time and gave myself advice on what I should do to my, with my business. And the thing I kept telling myself was just stick to the thing that you're doing in 2008. Like, just keep doing that. And not replace yourself, but add to yourself. So here we are in 2024. I have 20 years of experience writing SEO-focused articles and, and I learned a ton about pools and hot tubs since I was 13. I, I, am, I am somebody special. And that's the thing is I have a very special set of skills that when combined produce something that is incredibly unique. I have this skill of knowing how to take care of a pool and a hot tub. That I've, ha- that I've gained my whole life. It's my only job I've ever had. That's, that's a unique skill, okay? That, that goes in the pot. Then you add, oh, he's bad at writing. Okay. So for 20 years, I just got better at writing. I didn't learn English in high school. I didn't, I didn't try in high school. I was too busy socializing and gallivanting and having fun. I never did homework. Never, ever. Maybe like when my parents forced me when I was in elementary school, never did homework after that. Just took the L for homework. I said, I'll do the work when I'm here. I'm not doing the work when I'm home. Home is for relaxing. Home is for other things. So English to me, I didn't, I had no interest in writing. So I just, who gives a shit, right? Then when I wanted to get into building websites and I had this pool knowledge, that was the other thing, I, that was the, the skill I learned first, which is I learned how to design a website. That was for a totally different reason. But there's that skill, throw that in a pot. So now I have the skill of pools and I have the skill of designing websites. Okay, that's unique. I don't, I would argue just those two, there's probably very few people in the world who have those two skills. 
And I mean, I don't mean building a website with Wix or Squarespace. I mean building a website from in Notepad, hand coding. So a much more specific thing, right? Then when I was like, hey, I, gotta, I, wanna, I wanna do this website. Well, somebody's gotta write these articles. I guess I'm that guy. But I was shit, horrible. So I was so bad at writing that I, my first, the first ebook that I published, I got this client on the phone because they wanted to advertise on my, in my newsletter, et cetera. They secretly, after they agreed to, you know, to be an advertiser, a sponsor, they bought my book and they called me back and said, you know what? Well, yeah, we don't want to do this with you. You don't take your stuff seriously. We, we downloaded your book. It is riddled, riddled with grammar mistakes. Horrible. And I can tell you this was in the year 2014. So I was bad at writing from, well, I guess since a kid. But when I started Swim University in 2006 till about 2015, or I would say even later than that, maybe 2018, 17, somewhere in that range. Actually, you know what? I'll say 2016 because that's when I started Money Lab. And it's one of the first things that I wrote. And I tried really, really hard. And I did really, really well. And I was made fun of. I was kicked out of English class in, in, in college as a story I have that I'll tell at another time. But I was really bad at this thing. And I, you know what I did? I decided... I hate telling myself this story. I'm going to be good at writing. And now I still have trouble accepting this praise, but people think I have good writing. And I chalk that up to, well, I didn't learn. I don't have formal English training because I didn't learn from an English teacher. I just, I, I heard one tip and I thought I can do that. And the one tip that I learned, I believe, can't remember the guy's name, but it was just one tip and it was only use periods, something along those lines. I'm going to call it only use periods. So then I, start, I said, I can do periods, meaning I don't have to be a grammar nerd. I don't have to understand how, how a semicolon works. So I'm like, oh, I can write in only sentences. And it turns out that the, the, because of my <laughs> like uneducated, dumb brain, I, one, never learned not to speak in my own voice. So I always wrote how I talked because I didn't know anything else. And I would always write stream of consciousness. So it was literally just pouring out of me. And I had the skill of typing. I learned typing in high school. A, an incredibly valuable skill, like an underrated skill. Because my parents can't do that. But I can. And that was because of high school. And because I continued, you know, I continued trying and typing long after high school. I only write in sentences. And all of a sudden, my writing was tight, succinct. And people say your stuff is very easy to read. It's very entertaining. It flows naturally. And I think there's another skill to throw in there. So let's, let's just throw writing in the pot. So now I'm a writer. 
I can write well. But the other skill, the, the underlying skill to writing that I, I, I am, I really feel that this is so underappreciated in writing. But I grew up playing a musical instrument. And I grew up recording music. My dad is a musician. And so I was in a band for a long time. I have a musical brain, whatever that means. But the way that it comes out in non, you know, I, obviously I write music, people know that. And I play instruments still. I am not, I don't excel at any instrument. Like I wouldn't, I'm not gonna impress you if you saw me pick up a guitar. I'm playing power chords, my friends. But I have this musical cadence. I, I write songs. And so when I write, there's a rhythm to it. And, it's, and I'm not trying. I just, when I read it back, and if a sentence doesn't feel right, I know to change it and I know how to change it. I know, ooh, this sentence needs to be long because this next sentence is going to hit. You know, it's going to be the climax. And I have this sort of musical thing, whatever it is. Throw that in the pot. So, so far, I have a weird soup of skill sets that are completely unique, which is that I am a musician. I can write well. I can type. I know a lot about pools. And I can design a website. I learned SEO because... That's how you write on the internet. That's, that, that was it. I, I read books about SEO. Like, good luck going to, the, to Barnes & Noble or Amazon and picking up an SEO book and reading it and getting relevant information out of it today. Shit changes constantly. But, I, that's what I, but, but back in 2008, there was only one way to do SEO and it was black hat as hell. So I learned that. I got kicked in the nuts <laughs> because I did it that they were teaching SEO wrong. And that's the, the funny thing about SEO is everyone teaches it wrong for now. And that's the caveat. Everyone is wrong for now. And then they'll be right. And then eventually they'll be wrong because it's an, it's a very fast evolving study and skill set. And so for me, SEO isn't really about the technicalities, the schema markup. People always say, like, what's your schema markup? I'm like, fuck, I don't fucking know. Ask Yoast. It's a plug-in. Like, I don't, that's not, that's not needle moving. I don't care about that stuff. My website skill, that's SEO. Because I know how to design a clean, very simplistic website. My rhythmic writing is how I hook readers into the content and keep them reading, which is increasing the time on site and all these other statistics that are, you know, measured through Google somehow, some way. My crafting of headlines, all of those micro skills added up in the big pot in this soup of skills is what makes me actually good at SEO. Little tiny bits of SEO knowledge here and there yeah, it's, I, I believe it's why I've never had to build a backlink because there, there's, I don't, one, I don't have competition, and two, I know how to write. 
and I know how to structure something and I know how to educate because I've been educating parents my whole life about taking care of their pools. I know how to do it. And it's just, so, so going back to Andrew's thought, no, 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 I am special. And not in a hubris way or a, you know, a con, you know, it's maybe confidence, sure, but like not in a arrogant way. It's like, no, I, I name one other person that has those six or seven skills that can do what I do. I, that's, that's weird. That's a weird, this is, this is, I, I had this phrase a long time ago and I tried to make it something and it doesn't seem to work because it doesn't make sense, but it rhymes. So there you go. I called it passion, passion mashing. And the idea was take two things, any two things that you're, that you're good at that feel unrelated and relate them. So for example, I thought, hey, I'm good at, I write music. That's what I, I do that. I do that for fun. It's not, I don't make a living from it. I just, I just enjoy it. It's something I've done my whole life. I also am good at pools because again, I've done it my whole life. So I go, well, that's two weird things. How do you mash those together? <laughs> it's like, doesn't make any sense. So I wrote a pool care rap song. And I feel like, I just watched it the other day with my buddy back in Jersey and because and he helped me film it and he wanted to watch it again. And I'm like, this is good. It's weird, but it's interesting. That's special. No one's ever done that before. Because I just took two things that I happen to be good at and mashed them together. Are they passions? No. And I think that's where the disconnect comes in. Is like, pool care's not a passion, music's not really a passion. I enjoy it, I enjoy listening to it, I enjoy writing it, I enjoy playing it sometimes. But I just happen to, it just, it's a part of my life. So, yeah, in that case I am. Now, I happen to be somebody who has multiple skill sets. And I feel like I'm a jack of, uh, jack of all trades, master of none, right? I, I feel that way because I, I, am, I would never go ahead and tell you that I, am, I know everything there is to know about pool care. I don't know everything there is. I'm not a master website designer. I'm not a master writer. I'm not a master at any of these things. But I am a master. I am a master <laughs> at being... A guy who knows some stuff about pools, who can also write, who can also design a website, who can also play music, who can also design, who can also edit videos, who can also speak well and deliver stuff on camera. I, I am a master at whatever that big thing is. And yes, that means that I am the perfect person to do this job, which is a job that I've had from day one. It's a job that I tried to outsource, but I am the perfect person for the job. And it is the job that is required for this company to grow because it's how it's grown this whole time. And again, I've hired people and the company has grown. So, 
you know, other people have done this job and the company has grown, but I think had I always done it and done it well and got better and better and better at it over 20 years and continued to be good at it and continued to make it, to continue to write, I'd be a lot further along. And I say that about everything. Consistency is key. But it's also about getting better at it and learning. And that's the other thing I think I really wanted to highlight today was I feel like somebody who I feel like an idiot in everything that I do and not in a bad way. I shouldn't, I'm saying it like that for comedic effect, I guess not very funny, but I feel like I am open to learning any, you got something to teach me about something. I'm willing to hear it. And I'm willing to go, is that something I want to do? Or I, Hey, that's good for you, but not for me. Right. So this quick story in why I feel this way. Now let's take another skill that I have that's completely random to what I just talked about, but I am walking around in a brewery right now that's attached to my home and I like drinking beer, but I enjoy brewing it more. I enjoy brewing beer. I feel like I am good at it. I've been doing it since 2005 and doing it for a very long time. In fact, I've been doing it longer than swim university. Now, last year, I decided that I would start making sour beer. And it is something I've never done before, but I was interested in it. And, th- and so I read a book called American Sour Beers. I read the whole thing front, front to back. And in April of 2023, I brewed my first 10-gallon batch of a what would become a sour saison. And then I brewed another batch, 10 gallons of a different saison. And so in my basement, I had 20 gallons of beer. And with sour beer, it takes time. And I, you know, this last week, I tasted that, that beer for the first time and it sucked. It was undrinkable, terrible, not sour, not what I wanted, incredibly bitter and horrible taste, medicinal bitterness. Just like, what the, what happened? No idea. I ended up dumping 20 gallons of beer that I'd made a year ago, almost down the drain. This is, I, and again, I've been making beer consistently for more than, for almost 20 years again. And yet, I fucked up. I did some, I've, very rarely do I dump beer. I've, in my life, I've probably dumped maybe 10 gallons total of beer that just like, I didn't like. Not that it would, not that I made it bad, but it was just like, ah, oh, this is not, I don't feel like drinking this. But this is a mistake. This was 20 gallons of a giant mistake. And it was, and I sat there and I, you know, when I 
to be honest, I didn't just taste it then. I tasted it like a month before and I went, this sucks. And I just kind of left it alone. I thought maybe it'll get better. But in my heart, I knew, no, I, I fucked up something. And so I didn't really, I kind of felt stupid and I didn't want to deal with it. But then I'm like, all right, it's New Year. I'm going to deal with it. And yeah, sucked, dumped it. And in the moment, I was like, damn it. I feel very stupid because how did I mess this up? I, I, I thought I was good at this. Like, how could this be? It's one of the easiest things in the world because, it, you know, it's just like, it's just rotting bread water. <laughs> I mean, like, honestly, it's what it is. But I don't know. It just didn't work. So I decided to not get pissed and I decided not to throw the towel in. But I went, ah, I want to know what happened. I'm curious. Like, what the hell did I do wrong to make all these different beers? Basically, five gallon, five gallon, five gallon, five gallon. All of them terrible. All of them pitched with different stuff. How did I do that? How did I mess this up so bad? And I went back upstairs and I read the book again, or I just skimmed through parts of the book and I missed the, a, such a crucial step that I was like, how, wait a minute, how, one, how did I miss this? And two, I actually know the mistake. Like I, when, as soon as I saw it, I went, oh, I know what the problem is immediately because I know it. I'm, I, I have learned it. So what was the mistake? I pitched, and it doesn't, it doesn't even matter, but if you're interested, I'll tell you what I did. I pitched ale yeast, I pitched lactobacillus, and I pitched pretenomyces all at the same time, and I left it alone for eight months. Well, when you leave beer on ale yeast cake or blogger yeast cake for you know, more than a couple of months, Something happens called autolysis, and you get this term called yeast bite, which makes it taste incredibly bitter. That is what happened. I was supposed to pitch the ale yeast, ferment it normally, transfer it, and then then put it on... um, Moral of the story, I guess, is I learned a lesson. I learned a new lesson. And it didn't actually piss me off. I went, wow, I should have known better. And now I'm going to reapproach it with this new level of intensity because I learned something new and it was invigorating, if anything else. And that is where I'll end. Because I think that the way that you can sustain consistency is to constantly learn and get better at your craft. Be special. Be irreplaceable. Don't just try to hire out as soon as you think, oh, I've... I'm good at, th- I'm so, I'm good at, th- I'm good enough at this. Like, I don't need to do this. I don't, de- you know, I could, I deserve to do something better or, or different. And it's like, no, 
I'm good at this because I constantly wanted to get better at this thing. I constantly wanted to improve. And so I did those things, I improved, and now the way that I'm going to, 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 the way that I'm going to approach article writing and SEO is not to just think I know everything and do it my way and just go, fuck everybody else and do it my way. No, because I'll, I'll burn out if I think, if I start creating in, a, in, in isolation thinking I know better. I want to get better. I want to learn. And I want to learn presently, open to interpretation, open to feedback, open to new ideas, and then I will execute because that's what I do. So that's my plan. Yes, it is humbling to go back to the job that you've always done, but it's the most important job in the business and is the one that I'm uniquely good at. So I'm just gonna be good at it and I'm gonna get better at it. And that's what's gonna keep me going. That's what's gonna fuel the drive. So what to call this episode, I don't know. Maybe it's something like how I, (laughs) I don't know. It's just like, yeah, it's like, Lessons learned from 20 years of doing this business. I don't know. But that's essentially it. So I hope there's something to be learned from this or whatever. I just feel like I need to tell myself this a lot. Because, yes, I might be nothing special in the grand scheme of things. And that's fine. But I am uniquely qualified to do this one job. Which, for this particular job, makes me kind of special. And I don't need to say that at that. I just, this is true. So, so, yeah, so good. So now I have a, a purpose. So it's like, okay, I'm very good at this. I want to be better at it. I want to be better at it than anybody. So I'm going to do that. If there's anybody that you know that's really good at SEO and really good at writing and really good at pools, <laughs> let me know. Matt at moneylab.co. And if somebody I can learn from, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to learn from them. And I'm going to let go of all of my hang-ups about SEO and my, you know, I have this very much rooted, you know, foot, in the, foot on the ground, line in the sand stance on SEO that, you know, I did, developed over many, many years. But in 2024, I'm like, all right, let's... Let's re-examine ourselves here. Let's, let's drop the facade, drop the armor, and let's absorb a little bit more that's out there because there's always something new you can learn. There's always something new you can learn about writing. There's always something new you can learn about pool care. There's always something new you can learn about SEO. There's always something changing. So yes, of course, there's always something new. But that's it. Bye.